You want to know why most nonprofits fail? Lack of focus. Without a clear mission statement articulating what you're trying to achieve and investing all of your time in activities that are mission critical, mission essential, we end up trying to do everything for everyone. We take on a whole bunch of activities that aren't as meaningful and we lose our minds doing a kajillion things, we're not as impactful as we could be. I am going to dive into how do we get focused? How do we take on only mission critical and essential items? How do we figure out what those are? How do we say no with tact? How do we get focused and stay focused to make meaningful impact and have a thriving, sustainable organization? Let's talk about it. Welcome to episode six of the Harvesting Results Show where I help you serve others by providing advice, resources, tools so that you can nurture your roots in order to harvest the fruits of all the hard work and dedication that you have for your cause. I am Rebecca Britt, your host, and today we are talking about getting focused. This is like one of my most favorite things to talk about because Regardless of how good your plans are, like I have nonprofits that hire me and regardless of how much we sit and make a great plan and try to get our strategy in order, if you go back to your desk and you do non-essential activities, you are going to not accomplish that plan and in six months you're going to look back and say, oh, what happened to that plan? We should dig that out somewhere. So unless you change your behavior around getting focused, then you are just gonna continue to say yes to everything and feel completely burnt out and not enjoy this work that you set out to do, right? I am going to help you with that. One way and I'm gonna do that is give you an actual tool. So I have a template that actually helps you. It's a worksheet that you can divide your activities into four categories so that you can understand which ones you can completely take off your plate which ones are actually something that you can delegate so you don't have to do them, so you're freed up to do the things that you're uniquely positioned to do, uh, the things that are strategic that you probably wanna hang on to, and then the things that are really mission critical. So for that worksheet, that tool, go over to katulo.com slash focus and get focused. It's a great tool that you can use, not just with yourself, but if you have a team, if you have volunteers that you can show them, this is why we're working on the activities that we're working on and shoot, do it with your board, right? You want your board to be bought into you doing mission critical, mission essential activities. So go on over there, katulo.com slash focus. Okay. So first point in getting focus is do not be a slave to what culture has taught us about productivity and having to do everything, right? We might have some narratives going on in our head that say that we need to do X, Y, and Z. We need to do, do, do. We need to get all this stuff done. We also might feel like every time somebody emails us or wants to be a part of our organization or offers us an opportunity to speak or all of that stuff, all that stuff for collaboration that we need to say yes, right? Because we're just trying to help and we wanna collaborate and we wanna help others and we wanna say yes, no that we, we do not need other people dictating how we spend our time. You are the executive director of this organization. And so you get to choose what are your mission essential, mission critical activities. 
And outside of that are things that you have not determined are mission essential. So are you gonna let somebody that's outside of your organization dictate how you spend your time? The answer is no, because you have to be accountable to the people that you serve, which is the people that are in your mission or the population that is served in your mission. So you have to make time to do mission critical activities. And when every time an opportunity comes through, if you're saying yes to that, you're actually saying no to the people you serve because you are taking away from them. Now, of course, there's opportunities that are win-wins, that are helpful, that you can do. But every time somebody asks you to you know, go speak or give something to them, that is their agenda for you. That is you fulfilling their mission. And you need to be fulfilling your mission. So feel really good about taking time to say like, no, this is my, these are my set business hours. This is my set boundaries. These are the set activities we're going to work on. And this is why it's because at the end of this year, I need to be accountable to the people that we serve. And I said, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, and we will not get those things done. If we take every curveball thrown at us in the spirit of being nice, then you're like, okay, great. So I can say no to things. Uh, but how do I, how do I do that without being rude, right? Because we want everybody to feel like they have this super warm, welcoming, engaging interaction with our organization. And they totally can still have that with you saying no and you having boundaries. So how you do that is you thank them for the opportunity. Thank you so much for reaching out. This sounds like a really exciting initiative. Right now we are working on bullet out like your top three things that you're trying to get done that you're working on. I've got to get these done. You can ask them in the email. You can say, do you think that this partnership may be able to help us achieve these goals because we're super focused on this this year? So they might say, actually, yeah, we could leverage this opportunity and it can help you actually work on mission critical things. Or you can say, we're really focused on this, but we would love for you to reach back out to us maybe next year, maybe quarter four or whatever, um, to see how we can plug in. Offer them something. If it's somebody that's just offering like, hey, we want you to do this little fundraiser or come speak to the high school students or, or something that you're like, you know what? I'm gonna have to prepare for this thing. Then I'm gonna have to go down there and speak to high school students. That's gonna take me an hour. So it's gonna take me half a day to speak to high school students and like, it's not mission critical. So then that's something that you can either say like, oh, this sounds like a great opportunity. Unfortunately, we've got to stay super focused so that we can help the kids that we help, but this is how I can be involved. Or you can ask them to be involved with your mission. So you could say, here's some ways that we can connect and have some opportunities for them to engage with your mission that actually help you out. Or finally, you can delegate. So you can find a volunteer that can go down and do that speaking engagement or find a staff member that can go down and do something with the kids, but you're freeing yourself up. You're exercising your no muscle. You're saying no to that opportunity. It's not gonna do much for your mission, if that's the case. So there's a book that I read and it's called Essentialism, uh, The Disciplined Pursuit of Doing Less. 
it was a life changer for me. So I highly recommend that you go buy that book, Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Doing Less. It teaches you how to choose essential activities and it also shows you how we are all pretty much wired and society has made us like engage in a huge percentage of non-essential activities. In most of the things that we do in a day that we worry about actually have very little weight on whether or not we're going to accomplish our mission. And that's within our organization or within our life. Go buy that book, read it, get focused. I also recommend Greg Crochelle, his podcast on leadership. I think it's just called the Greg Rochelle's Leadership Podcast. He's very well known, so I'm sure you have already heard of him. If you haven't, start streaming. He talks about the four tiers of efficacy on how to figure out which activities are mission critical. And our tool, the Get Focus tool that you can get at katula.com slash focus is actually based on his four tiers of efficacy. To use that worksheet and to really get focused, now that you feel okay with saying no, is to take inventory. Because what I do with nonprofits is I develop a strategic plan for them and I put out, you know, we develop all of the things we're going to work on. What it doesn't do is it doesn't take into account all of the crap, and I'm gonna say crap, they are doing that the plan doesn't address, right? You don't have in the plan when a client walks in and needs support right away or, you know, somebody gets sick at the office and you're doing a bunch of things. All of those things where a volunteer shows up and takes up your time talking to you for two hours. Those aren't in a strategic plan. So where do those live? First, you need to take inventory of everything you're doing. So how I suggest you do that is if it's just you or if you have you and some staff, each person should track what they're doing. So for a week, a week or two, track everything that they do and make sure that your staff or your team members do not think that this is a compliance exercise. This isn't you like trying to figure out what are you spending your time on? This is a learning exercise on, are we spending our time on mission critical things? And tell your staff even, you know, if it's taking you four hours to deal with a one client giving support or taking you four hours to do something that I didn't realize it took that long, this helps me honor your time a little bit better and make sure that you are working on things that are, are mission critical. Take inventory. You can use an app like Clockify, that's free and you can do it online where you literally just like type sending email to client and then you start the timer and you see how long that takes and then you bounce to the next thing. Um, working on fundraising, writing a grant, talking to a volunteer, volunteer training, like everything that you do in a day, you can start just logging it. And I don't know if you don't wanna just do it on a piece of paper or a Google doc, Clockify is kinda of nice because it actually tells you how long you're doing each one of those things. And I know for me, when I have done Clockify, I have been very surprised at how long some certain things take me. And there's things that I would have never have even thought to tell you or somebody that I work on that I actually do work on. So it's hard for us to take inventory of everything we do without literally taking inventory while we do it. Take inventory, do it for a week or two. Then sit down with the Get Focus tool. You're going to put all of the things you do into four categories. Those four categories are things that you could just take off your list. They do not have a big impact. 
The thing is, is that these things usually scream the loudest, okay? So they usually say, we need this done now. This is when you get an email and a reporter wants to come out and talk to you about some news article that probably will only reach a couple people and they want you to drop everything because they need the done by tomorrow. And you say, okay, you know, we're getting all this together. I'm right. So now your whole day is taken off and you're spending six hours writing this piece for this reporter because you think, oh, this might be some news, but you didn't stop to look at how much following do they have? Is this really gonna pay off? What's the return on investment? We pause. We're going to pause on things as they come in and we're going to evaluate them on these four buckets. The first thing you're gonna do is take the list of things, all the activities that you're doing, all the inventory that you saw on Clockify, and you're going to put them into the four categories are, can you delete them? Can you just take them off your plate? Then could you delegate them? Is it something that you need to be doing? Is it something that you know you could get a volunteer to do? These speaking engagements, could you train somebody to do that? Invest a little on the front end so that you never have to do or rarely have to do speaking engagements again. Writing articles and blog posts and emails and all that stuff, could you get somebody else to do that? And with a nonprofit, you likely could because you could get a volunteer to do those things. Figure out what are you taking off your plate what are you delegating? Then what is strategic? It probably is something that you should do, but your organization would exist if you didn't do it. It's a good partnership. Maybe it's, you know, a podcast, getting the word out there. You would live without it, but you really want to do this content marketing. So it's strategic for you. So put things that you really think have good strategy, uh, but you would exist without them in the strategy column. And then in the mission critical essential column, you have to do these things or you will not exist. So this might be writing grants and fundraising, but it's also actually meeting with clients, actually providing services. Okay. You're going to break things into those four categories. Again, you can get that template at katulo.com focus. Now, what do you do now that you've put everything in these things and you're actually going to take the things off your plate that you said you don't need to do. You're actually going to delegate all the things you said you could delegate. And then you're going to make plans for your mission critical and for your strategic things. So how often do you do them? What time of day are you going to do them? Break it out into the year of when are you going to work on, you know, these strategies that you said uh, that you're going to implement and break it right down, uh, you know, block it out on your calendar that this is the time I work on budget stuff. This is the time I work on fundraising. This is when I'm working on grants so that you know that it fits into a sustainable plan and you don't feel like you're always on the seat of your pants. Everything's on fire. Oh my gosh. Oh, so many deadlines. I've got to get all this stuff done. Now you've taken your mission essential and your strategic things and you've mapped them out of when they fall on your calendar. Of course, there's going to be opportunities that come up that, happen to be pretty strategic or even mission critical and you want to take them on, but don't just say yes. Okay. Stop. Even say, I need to bring this back to the team. Sounds like a good initiative. Thanks for the opportunity. I need to bring it back to the team. And even if the team is yourself, you're going to sit down and look, will this move the needle? Is this going to get us closer to serving more people or achieving our desired result? Is this really a good use of our time? Will this have a good return on investment? If it will, then put it in strategic, but you know, even put some boundaries on that. When people ask me for things that are like, Rebecca, can you do this? And by the way, we need it next week. I turn around and say, you know, I can do this, but my schedule's a bit full. If I could have six weeks to accomplish that, does that work for you? So it can be a negotiation. 
Okay, and people say, sure, six weeks works for me. I teach people how to treat me, even in business, and they're going to take what they can get. So if they say, come speak at the high school, it's next week, sorry for the short notice, but we wanted you to do that, cool. Maybe you have an event in two months and I can plan a little bit better for it. I just wanna be really intentional on how I show up for you. You can be tactful while saying no and making it work for you. So hold your boundaries and you can incorporate things that are mission critical and mission essential, but you're going to pause and choose. Is this something you can delegate? Should you even take it on? If you should take it on, how does it work for you? How does it fit within your schedule? And then kindly articulate that. And the reason why you are good with your boundaries and you're clear and you're strategic, I'm telling you, your staff, your volunteers, everybody's gonna know what you stand for, exactly what you're doing. You're gonna be reliable, you're gonna be dedicated, you're gonna show up because you're not, oh, I'm sorry, I'm late to this meeting, oh, I'm doing this other thing. You don't know the energy of so many executive directors that I meet is just all over the place. Oh, I have so much going on, this is just, and that energy looks disorganized to the rest of the community. People wanna meet with you and you say, you know what, we're doing great stuff. We are on track to hit our goals for this year. This is how we do it. We simply don't take on things that will not help our community immediately um, or that we don't think are going to be a big ROI for our mission because we set out to do this. That calm, sure, reliable, dedicated energy, that's what everybody wants, okay? So if you've got to take things off your plate, if you've got to get better at saying no, do it. Do it because you need to be able to be present for the clients you serve. You need to be able to be present for the teams. You, when you do go and give a presentation at a high school or you know wherever, you want to be calm and clear. You've prepared for it. You worked it into your schedule. You didn't come there like, oh, thanks guys, I'm so glad I'm here. You know, no, it worked. Everything about what you do should say, this works for me right now. And if it doesn't work for you, you need to figure that out, okay? This isn't, the rest of the world isn't gonna stop asking you for things. Part of being a leader is being able to set up those boundaries, okay? And there are times that like, you know, a parent or, you know, somebody at your facility actually needs you. And, you know, you say, so things got off track today, but you feel good about that because that is the mission. Showing up for those people, right? when people, when there's an emergency or showing up for your team, that's okay. Those are not the non-essential activities I'm talking about. The non-essential activities are a reporter calls you, uh, there's this partnership that wants you, uh, this donor said they'll give you money but you need to do all this stuff that isn't aligned with your mission, all the emails of, did you try this app? Here's this new software, do this new thing. Da, da, da. And you're like, okay, I gotta weed through all this stuff, pause, get intentional, and then set your strategy. So I hope that that was helpful. We're gonna recap real quick. So don't be a slave to culture. Don't think that you have to do things just to be nice, just to be productive, that you have to do more. If all you have to do is what you said you were gonna do. If your mission was to achieve a certain result, work on achieving that result. If you have goals, which hopefully you have set yourself some key performance indicators or some metrics or some goals for the year, if your goal was to serve 20 kids, then don't feel like, oh my gosh, I have to serve 25, I have to serve 30, I have to serve 35 because they keep coming and I need to be responsive to that. 
You don't have to. Just do what your goals say. It's good enough. You don't need to feed into this culture of you need to do more, you need to produce more, you need to be showy, okay? Just do what you say you're going to do. Have boundaries, but have boundaries with tact. Say thank you so much for that opportunity. This is what I'm working on. How could we collaborate? Maybe you could come here and help us with this. How could we leverage it so that we're making sure we're working on our goals? It's really important that we stay focused right now. It's just one of me doing this or it's a very small team we have here. Maybe you can delegate, send a volunteer to do that thing, but you can keep the relationship alive without saying yes to everything. Take inventory, use Clockify or shoot, write it on a piece of paper. What are the activities you're doing? I want you to get real clear about everything you're actually doing so that you can be honest about how much you've taken on, what takes up your day, and how can we break that down? And then take action. Go to katula.com focus, get that worksheet and start plugging in all of your things. What can you delete? What can you delegate? What is strategic and what is mission essential or mission critical? And then plan for those things. Do it with your board. Tell your board that you're doing this, that you're getting focused um, and that you need to so that you can feel sustainable and you're not burnt out and you're not feeling pulled in so many directions and you don't even know what you're doing each day. Everybody will thank you for it. I hope that that tool really helps you. I would love to hear in the comments how you're getting focused. Tell me one thing you're taking off your plate. That's what I wanna hear. What are you taking off your plate that you can delegate or just completely take off because it doesn't have a good ROI? All right, guys, I'm so excited that you're getting focused and thank you so much for your service to this world. I'll see you again soon.